0: tuning in again to and she shall be called woman i am your host for the hour rev k and i just have a couple announcements for us moving into this wonderful saturday morning amen and she shall be called woman we'll have our july guest featuring Erica Nicole Howard. I am so excited to have her come out to the show and sit and speak with me. Um, I hear that she's doing some amazing things around the city, just been a busy woman of God, and I can't wait to share with her and to hear from her. So if you're able to tune in on Saturday, July 27th at 11, Tune in for the live interview with the one and only Erica Nicole. You probably already know her. Um, And then also at New Revelation Baptist Church, they are having the kids' summer lunches every Wednesday, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. It's 615 West Van Buren Avenue, Las Vegas, Nevada. Ages are from 0 to 18, um, and they're free. So go out, take your children during a week, give them the three-square meal, And enjoy that. And then the final announcement is the first church pastoral anniversary at New Corinth with Lady Preston and his beautiful wife, Robinson. Um, That's going to be Sunday, July 7th at 3 p.m. And if you're in the area, they are located at 2543 South Bruce Street, Suite A. So if you're able to go out and support Pastor Preston, who is the youngest pastor in the city of Las Vegas, Nevada, my brother and friend in the gospel, amen, go out and support their anniversary. And that will conclude our announcements. Don't forget about the summer fest that Anointed Radio is having coming up, and you can check out anointedradio.com for more information on that. And so we'll go ahead and get into our lesson I'll be reading to you from the book of Genesis. And just to cover something quickly, last week we talked about gift-wrapped the gift that keeps on giving and we're going to continue in that series remember I said it's going to be broken down into three parts because it's too much to give all at one time and so we want to be able to break that um, down so that you will understand the difference with the spiritual gifts and then the fruits of the spirit ministry gifts manifestation gifts um, and those those gifts that we're given by God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, in order to function in the body of Christ as one. Um, I was studying last night, and I read something that was talking about how our gifts ministry the word ministry means to serve and so what these gifts do is they enable us the ability to serve some people think that ministry is title and and privilege and and position but ministry just simply means to serve so god has given us gifts to serve he enables us with different types of functions and ability to serve in his house amen but this morning as i was meditating on the word i heard the lord Lord, speak into my spirit. He said, your gift will make room for you. And I said, okay, Lord, your gift will make room for you. And so, and I believe that's in Proverbs 18. It should be around the 16th verse. Uh, your gift will make room for you. And so, um, as I was meditating on that, uh, the story of Joseph began to resonate in my spirit. And so we're going to be reading from Genesis 37, and we're still talking about gifts. We're talking about the different gifts and how they will make room for you. Amen. We're still talking about being gift wrapped and, and and the gift that keeps on giving. So I just want to share with you this story about Joseph in Genesis chapter 37 and I'll be reading from the ESV version for those of you who have your Bibles and your Bible apps I'll be reading from verse number one we're going to read down to verse 11 we're going to jump around just a little bit in the word today but um, bear with me I'll make sure that you get those scriptures and it'll be in the ESV version for me throughout so chapter 37 verse 1 says Jacob lived in the land of his father's sojourn in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph being 17 years old was pasturing the flock with his brothers. He was a boy with the son with the son of Bilhah and Zilpah, his father's wives, and Joseph brought a bad report of them to their father. Now Israel Loved Joseph more than any other of his sons because he was the son of his old age. And he made him a robe of many colors. But when his brothers saw that the father loved him more than all of his brothers, they hated him. And could not speak peacefully to him. Now, Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, hear this dream that I have dreamed. Behold, we were binding sheaves in the field. And behold, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And behold, your sheaves gathered around it and bowed down to my sheaf." His brother said to him, are you indeed to reign over us? Or are you indeed to rule over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamed another dream and told it to his brothers and said, Behold, I have dreamed another dream. Behold, the sun, the moon, and eleven stars were bowing down to me. But when he told it to his father and to his brothers, his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brothers indeed come to bow ourselves to the ground before you? And his brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the same in mind. This morning, we're still talking about gift wrap, but we're going to just speak just a little bit, tag that subject with tell them anyway. Tell them anyway. That's our subtitle. Tell them anyway or tell them anyway, amen? Joseph is 17 years old And this young man is having these dreams And can you imagine how excited He was to go and tell his Brothers about his dream Now I don't believe that Joseph Was telling them to make them mad I believe because like myself When you dream something and God begins to Give you a vision of something about yourself That you are about to do That you are about to accomplish You become excited and you want to share that Information with someone I don't know if I'm talking to people who have had dreams dreams and vision or if God has shown you some things and you just got excited and you couldn't wait to pick up the phone and to call your friend to pick up the phone and call your pastor to pick up the phone and call your mother and begin to share with them your dream. You're not intentionally telling them to make them feel bad about themselves. You're not trying to tell them to make yourself look better than them, but you're excited about the things that God has shown you in your dream. Now, I truly believe that at 17, he didn't really have an ill intention in order to make them jealous. But what we didn't, what we don't want to miss in the text is that he told them to the dream, but they interpret the dream. Hallelujah. Keep in mind the gifts that we are trying to unwrap. Amen. So he told them the dream. And and this was something that a preacher said to my daughter back in Sacramento. He told them the dream, but that the dream was interpreted by the brothers. Now, listen, this is what God was showing me this morning. He said, see, sometimes, hallelujah, sometimes the enemy is trying to keep you quiet. We hear, don't tell them what you're dreaming. Don't tell them what you're Practice and Don't tell them what your purpose and don't tell them what you're doing. Don't share everything. And I truly ab- believe that you don't share everything, that there is a time and that there is a place and that there isn't a set, an appointment for you to share everything. But God is saying this morning, tell them anyway. Hallelujah. Not everything, but tell them the dream. Tell them the dream that you have. Why? Why Lord? Why would the Lord tell us today to tell him anyway? Hallelujah. Because what Joseph is doing is what Jesus had me to post the other day on my Facebook page. He had me to post that proverb. 18 said that there is life and death in the power of the tongue. Hallelujah. He had me to post Romans four and 17 that said, speak those things that are not as though they are. So what he's saying to us simply is that the power of your words, hallelujah, begins to manifest the things that you have seen, the things that you have seen in your dreams and in your visions. Hallelujah. And so Joseph is simply just speaking out into the atmosphere, the things that he has seen in his dreams. Amen. He's not keeping it to himself. He can't hold it. Sometimes you just can't hold it. You get so excited about what God has shown you that you have to go tell someone. You want to share with someone what the Lord has shown you about you. So it's gift. The gift will make room for you. And so he's excited. He's telling his brothers. But as you can see, uh, as we said earlier, his brothers... They were so mad at Joseph already. And the scripture said that they hated him because he was his father's favorite. Okay. So they already hated him because of his position with his father. Ah, glory to your name people some people already hate you because of your position with your father ah glory to your name god they already hated him because of his position with his father his his father liked him more favored him more now i'm not saying that god has a favorite i'm not saying that because he's not a respecter of person amen so i'm not twisted in this but there are some people that feel that you have favoritism over god because of your position because of your closeness with christ they feel not that god feels they They feel that that you're better than them. And let me show you how this plays out. Amen. Let me break it down to you so you understand it in the spirit. They felt like he was over them. And the dream is showing them his position that he will come into, but they're looking at it in the now. They're, they can't see in the, in the, in the future, they're, but they're interpreting it. They say, are you saying that we're going to bow down to you? They're looking at him as if we're not going to bow down to this 17-year-old kid. We're not going to bow down to our little brother. We're not going to bow down to you. And the, the scripture said they hated him even more because of his dream. People are hating you because of what you're dreaming, what you're sharing, what you're saying. But God said, tell them anyhow. Huh? Tell them anyway what God has already spoken in your spirit. Tell, tell them anyway. Hallelujah. Unwrap the gift. How do we unwrap the gift? We thought that unwrapping the gift was only going to be some of the things that we would do with our hands, the things that we will do with our hearts, the things that we would do in our ministry. But unwrapping the gift sometimes means that the manifestation of what you say out of your mouth unwrap that gift that's inside of you because I said hallelujah that this is what will be it became that which I said it will be I spoke those things that were not I wasn't hallelujah over my brothers Joseph hallelujah I wasn't over them but I spoke it I shared with them my dream and then guess what happened His dream came to pass. Glory. Hallelujah. God was showing him a picture of what was coming. Sometimes God is showing us a picture of what was coming, but because it's not happening in the moment, we can't really see it. We're trying to get it to come right now, but God is saying, say it anyhow. Hallelujah. Tell him anyhow. Hallelujah. Who is it that we're telling? Joseph was had enough sense to say his dream his excitement to tell his dream and and his brothers hated him more and and they hated him even more at the end but his father kept the matter hallelujah he kept the matter in his mind he he kept the matter in his mind and and if you will go on to read in in chapter 37 you'll read how his brothers did him because of his dream they they hated him and 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 they ended up selling him into slavery and and from slavery he ended up into uh 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 working in 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 house and 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 then in Potiphar's house he was thrown into prison because he was wrongfully accused and 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 but then god hallelujah then god glory to your name can you say then god hallelujah i don't know if you've been through some things women of god i don't know if you've been through some struggles i don't know if you've been through some hate i don't know it. glory to you I see i've heard somebody say that you know the people that holler that they got haters that's old, oh, but the bible says that the world hated christ first and therefore they will hate us too so if the world was hating jesus what makes you think hate is going to stop we have hate throughout this country, even right now. What makes you think it's going to stop? And it's not that they're hating you. It's that they're hating what's in you. It's that they're hating that they're not you. Hallelujah. There's levels of this hate. There's levels to this thing. But then in Genesis chapter one, if we read Genesis chapter one, and I'm going to just drop down to you in the 38th verse, hallelujah, Genesis, cha- I'm sorry, Genesis chapter 41, Genesis chapter 41, I'm going to drop down to the 38th verse and it says, uh, hallelujah. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has shown you all this, now Joseph has just finished interpreting the dream that Pharaoh had. Now, Pharaoh had Astrologers come and try to interpret the dream. He had many people come and try to interpret his dreams that was troubling him, that was bothering him, amen? But no one could interpret the dream. But let me explain something to you about your gift. Your gift will make room for you. Joseph didn't begin to interpret dreams when he stood in front of Pharaoh, hallelujah. Joseph had already interpreted some dreams when he was in prison. Some of you are trying to wait to be positioned in the perfect place, glory to your name, in the perfect place before you will allow God to use the gifts that are in you. But I came to tell you that Joseph was in prison and he was interpreting dreams for the butcher and the butler. Hallelujah. And so the the, the this is why we have to understand that, that we can't wait. We can't wait to interpret, to endow, to use our gifts. Joseph was interpreting his the dreams of other men while he was in prison. And what ended up happening was it was a cupbearer. It was a cupbearer. He said, I re- remember my offenses today, chapter 41, verse 9. He said, I remember my offenses today when Pharaoh was angry with his servants and put me with the chief baker the cup bearer and the baker hallelujah excuse my misquote earlier the cup bearer and the baker and and he said you put me in custody in the house of the captain and of the guard and we dreamed on the same night and i and he and each having a dream of our own and a young hebrew was there with us and a servant of the captain hallelujah remember i said ministry means serve hallelujah a servant of the captain of the guard when when we told him he interpreted our dreams to us giving us the interpretation to each man according to his dream so god was showing me he said There are so many people that are waiting to be positioned in this high place. There are so many people that are waiting to be positioned in this luxurious place. There are so many people that are waiting to be positioned in this this prominent place. There are so many people that are waiting to be positioned in this wonderful place, in this place where people can see them, in this place where people could give them recognition and accolades. There are so many people that are waiting to be positioned in a place where they can be recognized and noticed. But let me explain to you that Joseph was interpreting why he was in prison. Ah, Glory to your name, God. And the reason why his gift made room for him is because he was using his gift even where he was. See, a lot of times we don't want to use our gifts when we are in our down down places. We don't want to use our gifts when we're depressed. We don't want to use our gifts when we are going through. We don't want to use our gifts when we broke. We don't want to go to church when we ain't got nothing to wear. We don't, we don't want to go when our hair ain't right. We don't want to go when our heart ain't right. We don't want to go, hallelujah, and serve. We want to wait until it's good. We want to wait until it's great. We want to wait until we are seen and recognized. But God said, look at Joseph. Look at how he served. L- serve in this manner. Look at how he served. I, he served them in prison. He didn't stop using his gift. He didn't get all depressed and say, I'm locked up for no reason. I was falsely accused and, and I can't believe that they lied on me and that they threw me in the pit and that they sold me into slavery and, and that the woman lied on me. And now I'm sitting here in prison. I'm not going to do anything. He, he, he allowed God to use him even in the prison he allowed god to use him even in the darkness he allowed god to use him even in the negative space hallelujah he allowed god to use him glory to your name god glory to your name he allowed god to use him right where he was and god began using him and when god used him in the prison word got out Uh, Hallelujah. I need you to catch this word got out. It was overheard in the king's hallelujah. It was overheard in the Pharaoh's ear. Hallelujah. It was overheard by many that there is a young Hebrew boy, not not just any boy, just just some Egyptian boy. Hallelujah. Some Egyptian boy down in prison and and Pharaoh summons for him. See, your gift will make room for you, and Proverbs said, and it will bring you into the place of great men. Hallelujah. He said this there's some Egyptian down there that's that that's interpreting dreams in prison. And and Pharaoh was looking for someone to interpret his dreams. See, this gift made room for him to be used by God, hallelujah in this situation. And he had the ability to interpret the the dream that Pharaoh had to tell him that there was a famine coming in the land. You got to read the book of Genesis chapter 37, read it all the way to the end. If you have time today, he, he, he began to tell him that there's going to be a famine in the land and, and that he has to begin to store up some things so that they have the, the ability to serve people and, and have food for people when they become hungry hungry. Amen. They have food to serve people when they become hungry because people were going to run out. People were going to run out. And so he was interpreting the dream that Pharaoh had. I don't want to go through the whole dream. I want you to read it for yourself and get the interpretation of what God is saying to you. I'm going to drop down over to chapter 42. Amen. Genesis, same book, same book. Genesis. I'm just going to drop over to chapter 42 for a minute. Amen. Amen. And it says in verse number one, when Jacob, now Israel in the beginning in 37 is Jacob. When Jacob, learned that there was a grain for sale in Egypt. He said to his sons, why do you look at one another? And he said, behold, I have heard that there is grain for sale in Egypt. Go down and buy grain for us there and we may so that we may live and not die. So the 10 of Joseph's brothers went down to buy grain in Egypt, but Jacob did not send Benjamin, the little brother, Joseph's brother with his brothers, for he feared that they would harm him. See, Joseph had a little brother, and 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 his father didn't send him because when when the last time he saw Joseph he was around his big brother so he really didn't trust him around him amen and so they went out and now Joseph is the governor over the land and he was the one who sold to all the people of the land and Joseph's brothers came and bowed themselves before him with their faces to the ground. Ah. Let me read that verse again. Somebody need to highlight that. Chapter 42. Highlight verse number six. Verse number six says, now Joseph was governor over the land. He was the one who sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brothers came and bowed themselves before him with their feet faces to the ground. Joseph saw his brothers and recognized them, but he treated them like strangers and spoke roughly to them. Where do you come from? He said, they said from the land of Canaan to buy food and Joseph recognized his brothers, but they didn't recognize him. And Joseph remembered the dream that he had dreamed of them. And he said to them, you are spies. You have come to seek the nakedness of the land. They said to him, no, my Lord, your servants have come to buy food. We are all sons of one man. We are honest men. Your servant have never been spies. He said to them, no. It is the nakedness of the land that you have come to see. And they said, we, your servants, are 12 brothers, the son of one man in the land of Canaan. And behold, the youngest is this day with our father and one is no more. They were talking about Joseph. But Joseph said to him, is it as I said to you? You are spies. By this you shall be tested by the life of Pharaoh. You should not go from this place unless your youngest brother comes here. But focusing on verse six, this is the dream he was explaining to them. See, this is why it's important to tell him anyhow. We don't know what God is setting up In this season, we don't know what God is setting up in this atmosphere. We don't know what God is setting up in this time. But God is saying, tell him anyhow. See, his brothers interpreted the dream. So that means that they had gifts, too. But sometimes your gifts, hallelujah, because you're comparing them with someone else's gift, you tend to miss out on the fact that you even have a gift. They were interpreting their brother's dreams. Back in chapter 37, they were able to see and say, what do you mean that your sheave will raise up over us? Are you trying to say that we're going to bow down to you? What they didn't understand is that a famine was coming to a land. What they didn't understand that God knew exactly what he was doing. What they didn't understand is that God saw Joseph not just at 17, but at this time, God saw Joseph hallelujah in the pit. God saw Joseph in the palace. God saw Joseph in the prison. Hallelujah. God knew that Joseph would not not stop interpreting dreams. God knew that Joseph would not stop telling his dreams. God knew that Joseph would continue on this journey in this mission. Hallelujah. For the sake of the glory of God to help the people of God. Now he's interpreted Pharaoh's dream. Now there's a famine in the land. Now his brothers have to come and bow down their faces to the ground. Just as he said in the dream, just like he spoke it out of his mouth, just like he said it. And they interpreted just what was said back in chapter 37. And so some of you have had these dreams and had these visions and, and the enemy is playing games with your mind. Don't, don't say anything about it. Somebody's going to try to steal it. No, what God has for you is for you. The devil is a liar and the enemy is trying to play with you. Don't, don't tell your dream. Don't, don't tell your vision because someone is going to come up with an idea and start doing things with it and marketing your idea. Well, let me tell you something. If God didn't give it to them, it won't work anyway. You don't have to be afraid of the things that God has gifted you with. You don't have to be afraid to, tell the things that God has given to you because what God has for me is for me. And what God has for you is for you. And can't nobody do what you came to do. Can't nobody do what God has purpose and, and, and decided for you to do in this season and this time and, 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 and in your ministry and your service to his people. God said, tell him anyway. Tell them the dream. Speak it out of your mouth. Speak those things that are not as though they are. I don't know what God has told you that you would be and that you will become. I don't know the dreams and the visions that God has given you. But I'm just here to encourage you, women of God, men of God. Tell them anyhow. Ha, glory to your name. God said they can't do anything with the dream that I gave you. I gave you the dream for a reason. I shall bring those things that you have seen to pass. Hallelujah. Tell them anyway. Tell them anyhow. Tell them anyway. Tell them Tell them, unwrap the gift. Unwrap the gift of your mouth and begin to use the power that is in your tongue, the power of life. Speak the things that are not here. Here, speak them and call them forward into this atmosphere. Speak them into 2019. Yeah, I dreamt it in 2005, but I'm about to call it forward in 2019. Yes, I dreamed it in 2004, but I'm about to speak it forward in 2019. Yes, I called it forward, hallelujah, all the way to 2020. Meet me in January 2020. Some of the things that God has placed Inside of me. I'm going to speak them out into the atmosphere. So that they will manifest. Hallelujah. Manifest in this season. Amen. Manifest. Say it. Say it. Manifest. Manifest. Manifest, Lord. Manifest our dreams, God. Manifest our visions, Lord. Manifest. Hallelujah. And God wanted us to also know. To be careful, ha, glory, hallelujah, how you handle the gift that God has given us. Be careful of how you've handled the gift that God has given us. Be careful of how you handle the gift that God has given us. They are not to hurt people. They are not your gifts are not to make it seem like you're better than anyone else your 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 gifts are not to be used like you're the only one that matters hallelujah your your gift is not given to you as if no one else has a gift better than yours hallelujah your gift is not for you to have the spotlight but for Jesus to be glorified in your gift and through you hallelujah there came a famine in the land and and Joseph was in position because he continued in position in the pit and in position in the prison there's no doubt in my mind that when he was in the pit by himself uh, he, he had some some thoughts and some and some feelings about how his brother treated him hallelujah he had some ways and and some feelings we know how it is women of God when someone in mistreats us and they do us wrong and, and you feel in some type of way there's no doubt in my mind that you've felt some type of way about someone that has mistreated you that have treated you bad I'm here to tell you that there's someone that is keep running my name in their mouth and and I felt some type of way but I understood that the gift that I had in me was greater hallelujah because that gift is Christ Jesus and and I couldn't act any kind of way I couldn't become unseeming I couldn't become judgmental. I couldn't become angry at this person because I understood that God was using me in a manner, hallelujah, that this person didn't understand. And so I extended the gift of mercy to this person and I began to pray for them and and to cover them with my prayer. Even though I was mad at this person, the Bible says to be angry, but sin not. So even though I was mad at this person, I I didn't speak negative about this person. I do want to warn them, hallelujah, that the Bible says, touch not my anointed one and do my prophet no harm so I did want to give the warning out but I still wanted to pray for mercy because sometimes people don't understand the things that God is doing in your life hallelujah It's for what's to come and not for what's here hallelujah so the gift that I know that God has given me that I spoke out into the atmosphere the other day and it shall manifest in this year and the next year hallelujah I understand young lady that you don't know what you're doing when you speak negative of my name I know young lady that you don't know what you're doing when you're lying on me hallelujah I know that you don't know but God knows who you are just like he knows who I am. And my prayer is not for God to harm you. My prayer is not for you to be hurt. My prayer is that God will show you the same mercy that he's shown me when I was that ignorant. Sometimes you don't know. Huh? Sometimes you don't know your immaturity. Sometimes you don't know what you're doing. Glory to your name. Sometimes you don't know when you're putting your mouth somewhere that your mouth ain't supposed to be. Sometimes you don't understand that the life and death is in the power of your tongue it when you begin to speak against someone hallelujah you're speaking against someone that god spoke for hallelujah so you gotta watch your mouth not to put your mouth on no one this ain't even in my notes this ain't in my lesson but i gotta give it to you anyway because it's in my spirit you gotta be careful not to put your mouth on anyone that god has put their mouth on in, in in agreement with hallelujah Hallelujah. When he spoke over Job and said, have you considered my servant? Ah, Glory to your name. He said, there's none like him in all the earth. Hallelujah. You don't know how God has spoken about me, so you can't put your mouth on me. I don't know how God has spoken about you, so I can't put my mouth on you. Extend the gift of mercy. Hallelujah. So there's a famine. There's a famine in the land, and and Joseph's brothers were sent out by their fathers to go get food. He said so that we can have something to eat. All they needed to do was come and buy food. They didn't know that Joseph was the king. They didn't know that Joseph was the governor in the land. They didn't know that he had control. Ah, glory to your name. They didn't know that he had control over all the food. That he was the distributor of the things that they needed. Sometimes you you speaking and you're doing things to someone you don't even know their ranking. Ah, shut sure up. You don't even know their ranking and you're speaking against them. You don't know when God is going to turn you back and you're going to have to come to them for help. You don't understand how this ministry things work. See, God didn't just dream of Joseph. Hallelujah. God gave Joseph the dreams and Joseph began to dream the dream that God saw in Joseph. Hallelujah. So you got to understand that God is not a man that he shall lie, neither the son of man that he shall repent. So God put those dreams in Joseph. So you got to be careful when you are coming up against somebody's dreams because you're coming up against. The God that gave them the dream. So you got to be careful when you begin, ha, yeah, you got to be careful when you begin to come up against people because God put that in that young lady, God put that in that young man, God put that in that pastor, God God put that in that first lady. God put that in that minister. God put that in that woman. God put that in that man. God put that in that young man. You got to be careful how you're coming up against the person that's dreaming, the person that's speaking out their dreams. You got to be careful not to be clowning, folks, because you can't see what they see. You got to be careful not to be putting your mouth and talking about people because it seems outlandish and way over their head for them to accomplish the things that God has shown them in their dreams. Hallelujah. You got to be careful when they post something on Facebook about what they're about to do, How you? You clowning and laughing and scrolling and not liking. You gotta be careful how you putting your mouth on people out there, people of God, because God put those dreams inside of us for us to dream that we could be bigger than we can possibly imagine because of him that is in us and not because of us. Amen. Let's see how Joseph handles. Let's see how Joseph handles. Let's see how Joseph handles having the dreams. Let's see how Joseph handles having the position. Let's see how Joseph handles, hallelujah, his brothers, hallelujah. Let's see how Joseph handles. He tested them. Yeah, he tested them, and, and, and he did some things. That's why I want you to go read it for yourself. He tested them, and, and he began to test their, their, their generosity. He began to test them because he wanted to know if his if his little brother was okay. He he wanted to know if Benjamin was all right, or did y'all do me like y'all did my little brother? See, this is a thing. Ah, uh, shithityah, ha. Yes, this is a thing. He wanted to know, did did anything happen to Benjamin? Did, is my father still alive? See, Joseph loved his brothers, and, and he missed his brothers. See, we got some family members out there. We got some family members out there right now. That have done us wrong, and, and we know in our heart and in our soul that we love them, but they mistreated us. We know in our heart and our soul that we love them, but they did us wrong. And we know in our heart that they just lied on us, that they treated us bad in the most compelling, and the most dangerous way that they did. They came up against us because we had dreams. We had dreams to do something bigger, hallelujah, bigger than they can imagine. We spoke about the excitement, excitement of our ministry, excitement of our wedding day, excitement of our. Of our graduation excitement, we spoke about the things that God showed us that was coming to pass, and, and they treated us wrong and and they talked about us, and, and then they left us and they abandoned us, and they became our enemies and they was our siblings. And they became against us when they should have been looking in the spirit, when they should have been saying, Wow, I was able to interpret my brother's dreams. I was able to interpret my brother's dreams. Wow, there must be something coming because my brother is going to be in a position where we bow down to them Lord they should have went to God and said what's coming Lord what's coming that we are bowing down to this young man hallelujah they should have said let me see it where it's coming from hallelujah but instead they hated him more Uh, they already hated him now they hated him more Uh, and as the dreams as he kept dreaming they hated him more and more Uh, I'm here to tell you women of God keep dreaming and tell them anyhow because no matter what you do hallelujah they're gonna keep hating you even more every time you tell something that God is doing in your life. Every time you confess something that God has done for you, they're going to hate you even more. You can't stop them from hating you, but you don't have to hate them too. You can love on them in spite of how they do you. God says to do good to those that spitefully use you. They're going to hate you anyhow, so you might as well be hated and be happy. Hallelujah. You might as well keep working for God no matter what. Everybody's not going to be your friends. Everybody's not meant to be in your life. Everybody's not going to be around you for the rest of your life, but let me show show you how Joseph handles the gift. How are you handling the gift that you unwrapped? How are you going to handle it when you are put in position? How are you going to handle it when you are placed above people? How? See, this is a thing that this is a thing that is amazing to me. And I can say this because I work on a job. I work on a job where people are constantly elevated. I work on a job where people are constantly elevated, not because of their skill set, not because of their mindset, not because of their faithfulness. I work on a job where people are elevated simply because of the people that they know. Huh? Glory to your name. Simply because it's it's not a fair, it's not a level playing ground. It's not a level playing ground. They're elevated because of people they know. But I'm beginning to look at it different. I said, you know what, Lord, their gift is making room for them. Hallelujah. So I'm not going to be mad at their elevation. I know that I don't want to be in this job forever. I already spoke myself out of a job. Hallelujah. How many of you have already spoke yourself out of a job and into your dream? How, How many of you have spoke yourself out of your job and into your business? How many of you have spoken yourself out of your job and into your, your, your ministry? How many of you have spoken yourself out of your job? I've spoken myself out of my job. I've already said I won't be here long every time they ask me do you want to do this to you I said I won't be here long I'm just <clears throat> passing through I won't be here long I'm just passing through. Until God puts me where he wants me to be permanently. Hallelujah. This is just a temporary stop for me. I'm, I'm just passing through. I had a dream and, and, and I'm trusting God with that dream. I'm speaking that dream out into the atmosphere and God is going to make room for me. His, he's going to allow my dream to bring me in front of great men. And, and so how do I handle the dream? How do I handle the dream? Well, if you finish up the story about Joseph and you finish reading about him and his family and his brothers, around the 45th chapter, Joseph couldn't control himself, and he began to cry. He sent everyone away from him, and and he wanted to let his brothers know who he was. Mm. Chapter 45 says, Joseph made himself known to his brothers, and he wept aloud so that the Egyptians heard it, and the household of Pharaoh heard it. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him. For they were in dismay at his presence so joseph said to his brothers come near me please and they came near and he said i am your brother joseph whom you sold into egypt and now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here For God sent me before you to preserve life. (laughs) Glory, hallelujah, Jesus. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. He said, God sent me here before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in this land these two years. And there are yet five years in which they will neither plowing or nor harvest and God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors so it was not you who sent me here but God it was not you who sent me here but God That's where we have to get to with these gifts that God has given us. We have to understand that when we are put in a difficult situation, when our gift has led us to a place of isolation, when our gifts has led us to a place of desolation, when our gifts have led us to feel abandoned and mistreated, when our gifts has made us feel used and, and taken advantage of, it is not that person. It is not your family. It is not your enemies. It is not your friends and your haters that sent you to that place. It was God. God that sent you there to preserve something. Hallelujah. We are sent to preserve life for those that are coming behind us. So don't get mad. And don't misuse your gifts. And when they come back in your presence, don't lord it over them. Don't act like you all that. You see how Joseph didn't act. (coughs) We can learn a lot by what he didn't do he didn't say uh-huh <laughs> glory to your name god i gotta laugh at this y'all <laughs> joseph didn't say uh-huh remember what y'all did to me remember you sold me in a pit yeah look at me now <laughs> remember remember that he didn't go back to potiphar's wife oh yeah remember you falsely accused me remember you lied on me got me locked up uh but look at me now you see my you see my ring you see I'm the governor you see I got he didn't boast he didn't brag he was humble he was humble about what god had put him through and god understands that what we go through will humble us hallelujah how will you use your gift once it's unwrapped when you are elevated and placed in position how then will you act I told you about my job they elevate based off of friendship that's really what it is I'm not shy to say it out loud because I've said it to their face already they elevate off of friendship clicks, who they like and some people <clears throat> I don't I'm not even mad at that. What I'm most disappointed is is that one person that didn't know nothing, still don't know nothing about their job description or how to do their job is now in a place of power and don't know how to handle the power. So that's the area where we have to be careful and mindful of. When God places us in a place of power and authority and we begin to abuse the power and the authority, that's what we have to be mindful of, that we don't wait until God positioned us in a place till we have authority, we have power, we have position, placement, and then we begin to abuse the people that we needed help from. What I love the most about Joseph is his humility in chapter 45 when he sees his brothers. First thing it says is that he wept aloud uncontrollably. He couldn't help it. That shows you the type of heart that he had, really. He he missed his family. And that's what it was. He He missed his brothers. He missed his father. He missed being around his family, but he had to go and do what God sent him to do. And sometimes God will send us to places that we're tr- we're trying to get to the luxury place and and we don't want to go to the pit. Lord, we don't we don't want to start in the pit. We want to start in the pool pit. We don't want to start in the ground. We want to start up at the top, but the lowly places where you learn humility It's it's when you have to go in places that you don't want to go. It's when you have to go in places where you not don't deserve to be. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Where you don't even deserve to be. He was merely telling a dream and and he ended up in a pit. And then from the pit, thank God for his oldest brothers that said, don't don't kill him. Let's just sell him. Huh? like that was going to be greater, but thank God they didn't kill them because they just sold them into slavery. Sometimes God will allow you to go through these things and, and quit trying to be so on top real quick. Amen. You, you gotta go through some things in order to be tested. Hallelujah. I love how he handled his power. I love how he handled his authority. I love how he handled his placement. I love how he handled his governorship. I loved how he handled what he was placed in. Hallelujah. And he began to, to, and I, I love how he released Glory to your name. Sometimes you gotta release your, your your family. You gotta release your friends. You gotta release those church folks. You gotta release them. He said, you know, don't, don't worry about it. Come here. Don't come near me. I'm paraphrasing. Come near me. Don't don't worry about it. Don't don't get upset. Don't be afraid. It, it wasn't you. I know what you did to me was you, but it really wasn't you. It was already God's plan for me. See, that's the part of the dream that I didn't get to see. I saw myself over you, but I didn't see how I was gonna get there. <laughs> Glory to your name. God. He saw himself over his brothers, but he didn't know what it was going to take for him to get to the place of a governor. He didn't know. God didn't show him the pit. Isn't it amazing how God will show you a dream, but he doesn't show you what all is going to take place before the dream manifests into what it shall be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But tell them anyhow, tell them the dream, because you never know your dream may be saving someone in the end. Your dream will bring you in front of great people. Your dream will allow your gift to make room for you. Hallelujah. Tell them anyhow. Glory to your name. And I'm not saying telling everything and going back to that, but tell them the things that God said. Tell them the things that you are excited about, that you can't wait to share with someone, the things that God has shown you. Tell them anyhow. Because they can't steal it from you, and they can't have it from you, and they can't yank it from you, and they can't get it because what God has for you is truly and sincerely for you. Tell them anyhow. Tell them about your dream. And then when God places you in position, hold on to your position with integrity, with love and kindness. Hold on to your position with mercy, glory to your name. And after that, release. Release the people that caused you to be placed where you even are today. Release them. Let them know it's it's okay. It, it's okay what you did to me because it really wasn't you, it was God. Recognize who got you through it. Recognize who took you to it. Hallelujah. Recognize that it wasn't them. When we begin to take the people's faces off of of, of of thinking that it was their plot and their scheme. Take the name off the face. It was God. It was the Lord's doing. He said, God sent me before you to preserve you for a remnant on earth and to keep alive for you many survivors. And then he ended up sinning for his family. Verse 9 in chapter 45 says, he says, Hurry up and go into my father and say to him, Thus say your son Joseph, God has made me Lord of all Egypt come down to me don't tarry you shall dwell in the land of Goshen And you shall be near me and you and your children and your children's children and your flock and your herds and all that you have there. I will provide for you for there are yet five years of famine to come so that you and your household and all that you have do not come to poverty. And now your eyes see and the eyes of my brother Benjamin sees that it is my mouth that speaks to you. You must tell my father and all of my honor in Egypt and all that you have have seen hurry and bring my father down here and he fell upon his brother benjamin's neck and he wept and benjamin wept on his neck and he kissed all his brothers not just the little one he kissed all his brothers and wept upon them after that his brothers talked with him what we can take from this story about joseph chapter 37 all the way through chapter 45 go to 46 50 if you need to What we can take from this is how he handled authority when he unwrapped his gift, how he handled forgiveness when he unwrapped his gift, how he handled his gift when he was in prison, how he handled his brothers when they were in his presence. Sometimes the reason why God hasn't moved you into your gifted area, because he knows that you're going to try to show off. He knows that you're going to try to rub it in their faces that you're bigger than them and that you got authority and now you got a little bit of power. So I... Admonish you to humble yourself before the presence of the Lord, that as God sends you on these difficult trials and these difficult tribulations and tests you, hallelujah, and prove you to be who he already spoke and said that you are, that you will pray and ask God not only for wisdom, for but for also for humility, that you may be able to handle the power of God, that you might be able to handle the, the purpose of God and the plan and the promises of God with humbleness and love and kindness and forgiveness, that when God pres- you into a great place that you don't look at that place as being a, a stepping stone to step on someone else's back that you will love and that you will take care of and that you will look after those that are also in need like you were once yourself so i leave you with that and i just pray that this word has blessed you on today it's still gift wrapped it's just a subtopic tell them anyway Tell your dream to someone because it's manifesting in the atmosphere and it shall come to pass. I speak it and I declare it and decree it in the atmosphere for you, with you, and in spite of you. Hallelujah. Whatever God has for us is for us. And can a devil in hell take it away from us? Amen. So as we leave this place, I'm just going to pray for us. Amen. God, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord, that you are just such an amazing God, that you are such an amazing father, that you are such an amazing giver of every good and perfect gift, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that you have told us today to tell them anyway. Hallelujah. We thank you that you are teaching us how to unwrap the gift that you have wrapped inside of us. We thank you, Lord God, that we don't have to be jealous of anyone else's gift, Lord God, that you have blessed us all with something unique and something special for the edifying and the upbuilding of the body of Christ for kingdom work in this season, Lord God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus for Joseph and his story that blessed us today. Lord God, we can learn from him how to handle the things that you have given us. Lord God, we can learn from him, Lord God, that when he began to tell his brothers the dream and they interpret it. Lord God, those that have not recognized that they too have a dream, Lord God, that they too have a gift, Lord God, and that have felt jealous of their sisters or their brothers that have shared some of the things that they're doing. I pray for that person right now. Now in the name of Jesus, that you will show them the things that they have been blessed with, Lord God, so that their jealousy doesn't lead them into a place, Lord God, that is unpleasing, Lord God, unto your sight, Father God. But I thank you right now for our brother Joseph that counted it all joy when he was in prison and still used his gift. God, teach us to be able to use our gift even when we are in a place that we don't want to be, even in a place that we don't deserve to be, Lord God. Teach us to use our gift in those places, Lord God, that we don't want to go. Hallelujah. But that you said us anyhow, Lord God. And when you bring the people that have used us, when you bring the people that have mistreated us, when you bring the people that have lied on us, when you bring the people that has, that's just did all types of things to us back in our presence, Lord God show us how to love on them Lord God show us how to embrace them show us how to forgive them show us how to recognize that it wasn't them and that it was you I pray for every woman of God that has been mistreated and misused every woman of God that has been lied on every woman of God that that someone was jealous over them that mistreated them every sister hallelujah every woman of God right now in the name of Jesus old and young father God those teenagers Lord God those young adults and those seasoned women and those young women Lord God I pray for them right now in the name of Jesus that you will begin to show them the great things that are already in them, that they will be able to unwrap the gifts that is that you have given inside of them, Lord God. And I thank you for all those that have tuned in today, Lord God, and that will listen to the replay over and over and over to resonate in their spirit how to handle the gift once it's unwrapped, Lord God. In Jesus' name, I pray these prayers. Amen. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today. I want to invite you to go and follow me on Instagram at official revk and you can also like my Facebook page and she shall be called woman and follow some of the events that's going to be taking place from this show i want to introduce to you next week some of the things that god has shared with me we do have a conference coming up and she shall be called woman is going to be putting on a conference next year in march March 9th, I believe it is, March 8th or March 9th. I'll have to check the calendar again. 2020. And the theme for the conference is 2020 vision. Yes, 2020 vision, the clarity of being able to see what God wants us to see. 2020 vision is our conference theme. And I'll share with you more details of some of the things that we're doing I also want to share with you that um, every month beginning in the month of August, so ladies tune in, every month beginning in the month of August, we are going to be selecting one woman that we will just bless. We have some vendors that have partnered with us. Um, I'll let you know who those wonderful women of God are. And if you're interested in being a vendor and partnering with and she shall be called woman, send me an inbox or shoot me a text or send me a message on Instagram. But we have some wonderful women that have teamed up with us to help us put together a gift basket for a woman every month. And we just want to recognize her. We don't know who she is yet, but God is going to lead us to her. And we're going to recognize a woman every single month leading up to our conference date next year in 2020. And we are going to bless that woman with a basket full of wonderful and amazing things from these wonderful uh, vendors that have partnered up with us. Amen. And so I want you to stay tuned next week. I want to have more announcements for you. We should have flyers out by that time so that you can see some of the things. And, and just tune in because you never know when your name is going to be called. I'm just going to tell you what God has told me. He said to tell his women, I see you. And these are for the women that felt under overlooked or felt like that they were doing a lot and they were never recognized. God wants you to know I see you. God wants me to share with you these gifts that God had stored up for you. He says to tell you, I see you, that your labor is not in vain. I see you. I saw the work that you did in the background. I see you. I saw every time you prayed and every time you worked in service. And And it may not be someone in your local church. It could be a nurse. It could be a teacher. But God wants you to know that I see you. And God is going to drop your name in our spirit. And I have some amazing women that have their ears open to the spirit of the lord so that we can bless this woman every month beginning in august with a gift from god amen so continue to pray for the show continue to support continue to tune in download that app share with another woman that needs this word follow me on spotify and other streaming uh, podcast areas i'll have it all on my facebook page and thank you for tuning in live to "And she shall be called woman i am your host rev k god bless you and i love you and god keep you
1: On fire, kingdom come in this hour, your will be done. Thine sacrifices we left behind.